afternoon. It's another episode of the Gary and Mark Show. I'm Gary. And I am Mark. And we're coming to you. Somewhere different this time, Gary. Yeah, yeah, somewhere different. We're back at Sanctuary Brewing. We are, and we have been here before, but it's been a while. So where is Sanctuary, Gary? It's right off First Avenue, right off Main Street in downtown Hendersonville. All right, a great place to be. And, and so, we're coming to you, we're not live. That's right, but we are alive. We are alive. And we're glad to be that way. Yes, we are. We made it another episode. We did. And this is episode actually number, I think, 17, but we don't like to tell people that because sometimes we mix them up. But yeah. uh, we know this one's 17. So uh, we are glad to be here. And as always, we usually start with a few shout outs. So uh, first shout out. Hey, we got a wow. What an amazing show. Keep it up, fellas. And that's from Nancy Thompson. All right. An Nancy. Old friend. She is an old friend. Yep. And I hope she's telling people to listen in, too. So I have another one. And this one's from a guy named Wade Bridgen. And he actually happens to be a friend of mine, too. Yeah. Uh, not all our shout outs come from friends, but uh, they usually give us good comments. And he said, Thanks. He was actually thanking us because he got a diploma from the Gary and Mark podcast in university. I bet he's proud. He is very proud. His, <laughs> he said his wife was not that impressed, but that's because she's jealous, I can guarantee. Yeah, she'll want one. She will. So uh, he said, you guys are on a roll and almost having more fun than is legal. Did you go for that, Gary? I don't know. I've been, I'm too old to be illegal, I think. That's right. So uh, yeah. we have another one. And Jim you, Jim Marsalis. Marsalis, I think. Oh, Mar not no no relation to Winton. Um, anyway. Well, you know, I hadn't thought about that because he's from Jefferson, Louisiana. He is. He could be related. And he's the latest graduate from the Gary and Mark Podcasting University. That's right. And so now we have three states represented. And Norway. And Norway. And Norway. In fact, that was our very first graduate. Oh, so proud. Remember his name? We're international. Odd Burger. That's, That's his right. name. That's right. First name. And so we also have asked our listeners to uh, come up with ideas for uh, other episodes and other things with their episodes. And we asked people to come up with a mascot for uh, the Gary and Mark University. Yes. And so we had one. We have one. And the mascot is from Catherine Overstreet. She says, rabbits. 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 Not a bad idea. Rabbits. All right, so we thank Catherine for that. Thank you, Catherine. And, uh, you know, we also, back in the Bladder Bowel Control Institute. Yes, a quest. Yes. A quest. One of Aging our new people, especially, a quest. And yeah. so we were trying to come up with a different name for... For different uh, uh, related items you might use to assist you. And so uh, we had yep. someone suggest something. Yeah, other than adult diaper. So we have senior security. I like that. Bad bum, big bad bum protector. Yeah, it's got alliteration in it. I like that. I'm not sure about that. This one's good. Ever safe. <laughs> All right. Drip and dry. Oh. I like that one. No worry if you're in a hurry. These are all good. And plop, drop, and keep on rolling. I love those. That's the cow philosophy. And we're going to give yeah. a shout-out to this guy because he's actually That's our 
he's, he's on staff now. Yeah. That this is Don Zileman. Yes. Who's the athletic director, which yes. we'll bring up in a minute. We will. Of the Gary and Mark Podcasting mm-hmm. University. Well, we uh, have a guest coming in here today. Yeah. Yeah. To get this thing started here. Let's play the first you know, Steppenwolf song. Yeah. Get your motor running. Dead out on the highway. Looking for adventure. All right. So, today we have, okay. With us, live and in person. Although, no, we're not live yet. That's right. But uh, here in our portable. I'm alive. Movable. She's alive. She's alive. That's Very right. Very alive. Linda Cluxton. Yeah! And Linda uh, is a well-respected motorcycle rider. I guess you call him rider. And I know Linda from way back because I actually taught her son in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And that would have been actually decades Your ago. favorite all-time teacher. His oh my favorite God. all-time teacher. She's just saying that. No? That's a shout-out right there. That's on, mm-hmm. on, on tape, although I guess it's a SD card. But so we are so glad to have her. And, you know, Linda, she has this... I don't know what you call them, a gang or a posse of friends. A what do you call them? A group of friends. A group of friends. That's too tame. Moto okay. friends. Moto friends. And they just, just completed a ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's going to tell us about that in a minute. You know, we actually, Gary and I, live down in Watershed, North Carolina. Not too far from here. It's a nice drive up. A way of life. And have you ever heard of, there is, is a all-ladies bike gang down there called... Wicked Women of Watershed. No. They usually go by the W3. <laughs> you ever heard of them? No. That's probably a good thing. Cause yeah. When they come driving down Main Street, most people run. I ride a little bit differently. Yeah. I don't know. The Wicked <laughs> Women of Watershed. I picture Lee Marvin and Marlon Brando in drag. Well, I'm from Wild Ones. I met their leader once. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Widowmaker Winnie. She mm. went by. I wasn't sure why. They're but, too uh, much for me. <laughs> it was too much for me, too. I'm one of those people that go running on the other side of the street when I can. I was in a group called Women in the Wind, which was very nice. Oh, that sounds like a nice name. It was a nice name. It was an international group. Was it? Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to go back to your history in a minute. But before that, I just want to hear about the trip you just finished like two days ago. It was a five-day trip, and it was the inaugural Acme Moto 2 Blue Ridge, end of the Blue Ridge Parkway ride. Acme Moto 2 is um, a local serial entrepreneur that's created motorcycle panniers, the side bags that go Mm -hmm. on your motorcycles, which are phenomenal. And he loves to take a ride to the end of the parkway. So a a bunch of uh, riders, male and female, with the Acme Moto 2 bags on their motorcycles, started out early in the morning at the Folkway Center, uh, Folk Art Center, and rode all the way up um, to the end of the parkway and then we visited friends in Stanton, Virginia. Mm. We, we split apart. Three of us went up to um, support other riders in their um, ADV training, their off-road adventure bike training up in uh, Mount Jackson, Virginia, another two hours past Stanton. And then we just wound our way back on small roads and dirt roads and visiting historic sites all the way um, back down to western North Carolina. It was, it was about a, about a thousand miles. Wow. And so how many days was this? Five. Wow. Two hundred yeah. miles a day on a Yeah. Wow. And the weather was good. We did have frost on the seats in some mornings. It was a little chilly. But we were all prepared for it. It's actually much nicer than hot weather. 
Um, so it, it was delightful. And if you're on the park, parkway or in the woods, you don't feel the, the bitter winds. We did have complete hoarfrost on Craggy Mountain, which was oh. gorgeous. Mm. Everything was iced over. Uh, and that was cold and that was windy, but that was all part of the experience. Uh, you weren't camping out, were you? Though? I was not camping out. Uh, several of the um, younger men were camping out. We were credit card camping. That's a good way to go. It's still <laughs> rugged. Uh, yeah, yeah it was. Because that car could yeah, break. It was. Sure. Could, yeah. Or could be yeah. declined. Where <laughs> three of us would bunk in one little tiny room, yeah. so that was. That yeah. was uh, and so now. She mentioned the younger men who could be 20 or 30. Right. And so if you look at Linda, and uh, in our case, we would be good to have a picture of her yeah. online because she is very... I look better on radio. Uh, well, I'm going to say, no, you, uh, you'd you pass for like a 40-something. Exactly. And, we, and we would just say she's I close to my I that age. from the lady behind the bar. What do you mean? No. Yes. She said, what's that no. young lady doing over here with the two old people? No, I said, you know... I, since you told me your age, I shared that with her, and she she was like, "No, <laughs> yeah, no." Well, it's true, and that goes because I mean, part of that you just you can tell you're kind of a positive person, and you do you're doing things you like to do, but in order to ride the way you like to ride, as you told us before we started, you really have to train, work at it, train. Yeah. I, I found a, um, a wonderful trainer, um, Chuck Wong Chong at Fitness Fundamentals. And now, where is that? It's like, in Fairview. Okay, which is North Carolina. It is North Carolina. I sent him videos. This was actually when I wa- was racing. I sent him videos of what I wanted to be able to do. Not only the, the tension of the racing track, but then also the possibilities. I, I wanted to be able to pick up my own motorcycle when I dropped yeah. it. You know, I needed the core strength that I didn't have. And based on the videos that I sent him, that's how he trains me. So these were videos of me. You? Yeah. So that bike you rode in on mm-hmm. today, we'll get a picture of that. You can't pick that one up by yourself. I can. I prefer not to, but I can. So what does that weigh? I'm just looking at that thing. Uh, it's like a small Volkswagen. Yeah, 500 pounds. That's yeah. a small. Yeah, but there are techniques. You know, they're like anything. You know, you train for those possibilities. Where our athletic director Don. I drop it a lot. Do you really? Oh, sure. If I'm in the woods taking a fast corner so on the dirt. So you do still go off-road? Oh, yes. Did yes. you on this trip you just had? I did. We actually had some single track, which means there is no track. I mean, there's there's just through the woods, over yeah. the pine cones and the leaves, yeah. and um, it's no car could go there. So Even better, I guess. <laughs> That's the... We yeah. in just tight little tight little spaces. Sure. So have you scouted these out before you get on them? Or you just no, no. no. Th- this was um, inadvertent. Uh, a friend who owns Penmero Farm um, up in Greenville, Virginia, said, "Would you like to see our property? Okay. Let me take you on a tour." I did well, not. What was he driving a he, car? No, he was on a bike too. Okay. Up. He had a passenger on the back, and mm-hmm. uh, it was all of a sudden we were in the middle of the woods snaking around trees in, in very tight you know, spots, standing up on the pegs, you know, moving the bike underneath us to get around. Okay, so now... It was fun. Linda has been married for many, many years. 45 years. Does your husband this know week. all these things you're doing? He does not know everything I've ever done. Don't play this episode. Not, no. I've been married almost 43, <laughs> and my father told me the first 40 
are the hardest. I think you may be right. And then it all kind of levels out. Well, I've been 38 years. We'll see. I got to. He is very supportive. He is very supportive. Um, Every birthday, he'll give me a gift certificate to Eurosport so that I can buy the motorcycle Farkle of my Mm. choice. I mean, he's, he's... He's very understanding. He does not ride, has not ridden since he was very young. But Did he, he wi- ride since you've know, ever since you've known him during your whole... When we were first dating. Okay, so... When we were first dating. Is that how you rode. met? You bumped into each other somewhere? No. no. He, he walked into the store where I was working. He saw me in the window and walked into the store. You were a mannequin? He had a girlfriend with him, and he, he put her on a bus and came back and asked me out. Is that true? It's, it is wow. absolutely true. Now that, that could be Gary, a whole no to make up. That that's, was 1969. Oh, my God. Was that's a, only 50 years it's ago. It's 50 years well, ago. I yeah. know. But it's the woman who chooses, as my wife has said to me. I don't you, know. Somehow. I don't know. I've got so many questions. Yeah, don't hit Uh-oh. this table. Uh-oh. Huh? <laughs> oh, don't hit the table. No. But I, one, of course, I want to get... The, touch on the different types of riding mm-hmm. but before my first thing is when did you first get excited or motorcycles when did that start when yeah I, I was my first solo ride was when i was 11 <laughs> okay what kind of bike was it? it was a little tiny 125 suzuki and my brother's friend he came over and he, he was very proud and he had it and i, and I was very excited when I saw it, and he said, here, take it for a ride. And you had to shift gears with the... Well, I didn't know you had to shift gears. Okay, because, yeah, I'm... (laughs) My dad had a a good property, and so um, I just rode around the the front yard. No helmet, I'm sure. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't invented then. I wasn't going very quickly. I literally was on the front yard, going around and around, but that that was it. And then I have four older brothers, and uh, several of them rode, and... They never let me ride their bikes, but I would. After that, I just chose my my boyfriends by their motorcycles, until I was able to get my own. So when when did you get your own? I think I was nineteen. And what was that bike? Nineteen. That was uh, a two hundred and fifty Husqvarna, which is a dedicated off road bike, um, and I only rode off road through the woods, single track, uh, power lines for a number of years. I had the two hundred and fifty, and then I went to a one hundred and seventy five. Husqvarna, which they call it Husky, which was my all-time favorite bike. Now, I'm, I'm going to have a lawnmower called Husqvarna. It's, it's the, the same, same company. Yeah. Yeah, mine doesn't go very fast. Though. This it makes one, a lot of noise, though. This, this is the, the motorcycle that the um, U.S. team wrote on the event called the International Six Days Enduro. And I was a photographer at the time, and um, I got to photograph the team all over the world for about 12 years. Wow. So um, that was pretty exciting. That yeah. is. And, and you still take pictures and you still ride I still for do. magazines. I still do. I still take pictures. I still ride motorcycles. And you I still st- write still for magazines. Still write. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, like... The lifelong passions. The, yeah, and it's great you have a supportive husband. And I've seen my he wife is. is supportive. He rides in the sidecar. No, he, you said that, but were you kidding? <laughs> no. So was it big enough to put him in? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I keep thinking of Andy Griffith and Barney when he bought that motorcycle. There, in the you remember that episode? Any chance? <laughs> I'd forgotten it. I'll have to go back and find it. Oh, uh, yeah. I have a friend from Hendersonville, the late David Malpass, when he and Mary Jo. I met him. Yeah. And yeah. Mary Jo Padgett, who yeah. he was married yeah. to at the time, they traveled all over the West. Mary Jo riding in the sidecar, mm-hmm. of course, and she said she felt like Stuart Little. 
you know, yeah. anyway, but... It's the reverse here. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's very funny. We did the Distinguished Gentlemen's um, event two years ago, and we would go into the various um, pubs, I guess, where they stopped along the way, the various supporters. And when we would leave there and go out, people would be so surprised because I would get on the motorcycle and he would get in the sidecar and they were stunned. They were, well, they were a little bit surprised. Now, where was this ride, the Distinguished Gentleman? Oh, that one went from Black Mountain to Asheville. Oh, It's okay. a fundraiser. All right. We, we participate in fundraisers. Do you ever do those toy runs? You ever heard of those? They, they tend to be so large. Oh, okay. I yes. do the pediatric brain tumor ride, um, ride for kids, and they actually now have a dual sport ride that goes along with their road ride. Um, I don't like riding in crowds, but if you're riding a, um, a dual sport ride, which is on-road and off-road, okay. then you, you're obviously spread out a little bit more. You have smaller bikes. Yeah. There's more control. Um, I wonder what that dual sport meant, because you just had that somewhere in the bio you sent. Oh, dual sport to... on and off-road. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't two sports. It's not. No. I guess it is two well, sports. Well, it is two sports. Yeah. Road riding versus dirt riding. Two different things. Different techniques. So... You have, you're getting, you're thinking of doing a, taking people to Iceland for a bike tour? Well, I have been twice to Iceland. Once, once was just a year or so, though, right? Once was just this last June. Okay, so. Yeah, once was two years ago in 2017, and we had such a great time. Uh, we did the ring road and peninsulas off of that that we said we want to go back, but we want to do it differently. So this time we went back in June and did the West Fjords which is not well-traveled, and it's mostly dirt roads. Mm. Um, it's very wild, very windy, very few cars, mountainous, glaciers, snow even. Um, and it was you, you had a rented bike? You certainly didn't did. There were th- okay. three ladies, the oldest of whom was, is 72. Was one of the two you just went with? Or two one ones? of the two. That, um, I went with a, a lovely young woman of in her 50s, named Beth Lavender. She was a baby. She was the kid. She was the kid. (laughs) She's the kid. She's the awesome kid. And then um, Doris Ward, who lives here in um, Fairview. Fletchview, she calls it. It's right on the edge. And she is the strongest woman I know and an excellent motorcycle rider. If you drop drop your bike, which happens, um, she'll be the first one to be there and pick it up by herself. Huh. I mean, she's what is the technique? I know you can't, we can't see it, but what do you? Well, oh, there, I mean, there it's are leverage, and you gotta, yeah, it you is exactly. It is. There, there are a number of different techniques. We won't go into that. No, no. But, uh, but that that brings you back to in order to do that, as you were saying earlier, you have to kind train. of train and work out. I believe in training, training, training. So you yeah. you train now. You're I, training all the time. I train physically um, to be strong for for motorcycling because I love it. And I train in motorcycle techniques constantly. I'm going on um, an event next month, in the middle of the month, um, to a group called Motomark down in Burlington. It'll be a two-day training event. I've trained at the BMW so School you, in South helping, Carolina. Are you teaching? Down no, I'm no. taking training. You always, you never want to stop training um, because. It's so important to stay safe that oh, way. Oh, she is motivational, isn't she? Oh, my it is. This, I'm this getting, is. I'm getting, we, we, we need I'm to get her on the universities. <laughs> I, think our, I think I could be on the athletic staff. We, I think we, we, we have. Hey, I I uh, and I know you pay well. We, we do. Uh, it's, yes. it's Second beer's the, free. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on where we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gosh. I'm, okay. This is just, I mean, I'm already amazed at, at, at uh, the depth of 
in breadth of, I mean, the whole motorcycle world, which I know very little about. But go with the different, you, you mentioned you got a dual sport, which is mm-hmm. on-road, off-road. What are your different categories? Well, I brought pictures because oh. this is radio. Here, we'll hold <laughs> that up. Uh, yeah. And while she's looking for pictures, you and know. And actually, a, a lady I just worked with at Diamond Brand before it closed, Laura, uh, Laura, I'll think of her Italian the last name. She likes to ride mainly off-road. She uh, right. Does and there's such she, good riding around here. Uh-huh. It's spectacular. You can, you can easily just, I can jump on my motorcycle here in Hendersonville, North Carolina, and just ride for 200 miles. There's a terrific fundraiser uh, called the Tail Chaser 250. It's to raise money for the, um, the Boys and Girls um, Club of Transylvania County okay. in Brevard. All right. And it's a 250 mile dual sport ride. It's all those forest service roads? It is forest service roads. They're wonderful. Uh They're wonderful. So back before you show us the pictures, when are you going to Iceland again? Do you know when that That, next trip? I don't don't know. know. We've been twice, and Beth has been three times. And she even led a tour this last um, summer after the three of us did our tour. She led a a regular paying tour for um, six motorcycles. Is Iceland near Norway? No, it's more... I it's mean, in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, okay. I like, thought she could go you, meet Oddburger and you, give him a... Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. There right, is a ferry. Far. There is a ferry no, which goes that. from the you know the Faroe Islands and then I think over to Denmark or something like that. So wow. describe these pictures you're... And well, uh, I, you, you asked me about categories. Yeah. Um, early, early on, you know, I did photography and I met some of the greats in photography. I did modeling oh. um, for gear. And, um, and so we need to scan these, or you need to no, send me a scan. No, I don't know. These people, you described this. What is she wearing, Gary? Uh, okay, be, be, no, be, be good. Well, it's a very uh, attractive uh, pair of uh, red leather pants. Okay, that, you know what? Let's stop right now. And, uh, these are, these are Yofa boots. Anybody that's old school will know how phenomenal these boots yeah. are. So what, I think I've seen We Nick don't want to date you, but back this, how long this is ago for is this? Team Husqvarna. When I was. Um, we were doing marketing and advertising for Team Husqvarna uh, way back when. So this was for a catalog that they did. So how did you first get involved with the commercial aspect of cycling? I went to work in a photo studio um, in Andover, Massachusetts. And um, one of the partners in the studio did photography on the side. Um, did, he did motorcycle racing photography, all types of motorcycle photography. And so um, that's how I, I learned to do the off-road riding. Oh, my gosh. So wow. this is like she's in about two feet of mud. 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 It's up over the axle. Or yeah. Where you... That's single track. Oh, my gosh. So that you're in the middle of the woods um, or in the middle of a, a power line, and, um, and you're doing off-road riding. So is this still like the off-road riding you're doing today? I mean... I'm not doing as much single track because mm-hmm. I'm riding a bigger bike. Well, actually, I have two off-road bikes. Um, I like the forest service roads now. I'm I'm old now. You know why? <laughs> a friends of mine who mountain bike and I, I don't do it anymore. I uh-huh. used to, or in the, or used to do just road biking. A lot of them have gone to you know they call it gravel grinding, just because yeah. it's not crowded. And you don't have to deal with cars. Right. And so. I get that, uh, yeah. So those are my two huskies riding you know, off-road and single track. 
and I got my very first road bike in 1976. Oh, look at that. I'm holding this up to the microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see it. it well, good. And, uh, and Bates Leathers made my leathers. I've always loved that. The British Racing Green and Black. Are these, some of these companies still around? Yes. Husqvarna still around. Husqvarna still around. So, yeah. but the bike well. that you have now, you said, that what, what are you riding out, outside right I now? I still have this bike. Oh, my God. This is a 1974 oh, 750 BMW. That's and you still ride that bike? I do. That's the one I put the sidecar on. Okay. So, I have seven grandchildren, so I can fit two in there at a time. And so how long have you had that bike? Since 1976. Wow. Oh. That's family. It that is. bike is family. Have pe- anyone ever tried to offer to buy it from you? Would you I, sell it? I would never. No. I'm, I'm going to let my daughter inherit it. Right. So does she ride? She does. We, um, when she graduated from um, Columbus State in Ohio, a local shop and I built her. Um, a vintage CB350 Honda and uh, completely restored it and gave her that as a graduation present. She still rides it. So why is it that she can ride but your son can't ride? It's the consequence, Gene. Okay. <laughs> it's the consequence, Gene. Of course, he's the one with five kids. He's the one with five kids. Well, that's yeah. consequence. some, some consequences some, yes. there, She has there. two and her five-year-old daughter has her own motorcycle. So. Well, you mean a, a gasoline-powered motorcycle, a little with one, two yeah. wheels, yeah. or with training wheels. Yeah. No, no, real. It's real. She doesn't ride it. She's learning to ride it. She rides it with her dad. And where does where does she live? Nearby, where you can help her? She does. She lives in Alexander, North okay. Carolina, just north of Asheville. Right um, by the French Broad River. That's right. Yeah. It's beautiful there. And so, yeah. what, what's the bike out front? The bike out it? front is a BMW. It's another BMW. It's a. It's not very new. It's a 2010 uh, F650. Um, twin. Which one did you take on the trip you just... This one. This one. The GS. And are they made in Germany or are they made somewhere else? I'm sure parts are made in different places. I bought this one. Um, there was a man at Christ School when I worked there who rented motorcycles. And he brought it up on a trailer back then in 2010, 11. And when I saw that on the trailer, I jumped on top of that trailer and I said, when you get ready to sell this, I want it. Wow. And I, and I did buy it. So I just love it. I mean, I don't need a new bike. I just want to ride. So I, I'm going to. If you could see, I'm sitting across <laughs> from Linda, and the glow oh, yeah. oh. that just comes from her eyes talking about this oh, no. motor. It's this crazy. And she doesn't well, look anything like Widowmaker Willie. I'm telling no. you. Um, no. I would not. I don't run. have enough patches. I don't have. I, well, do you no. have any tattoos? I don't. I don't even have pierced ears. You know, my goodness. Yeah, you know, this is a person after my own heart. There, I, yeah. There's no no tats. No, no yeah. tats. Ears. Nope. Nothing. We're a little bit. We're not. I'm not upset. against. I'm not against. What, what am I? Not, no. I just. I, there's nothing that's that important for me to tattoo onto my body. Well. Well, I, Gary thought. Because you, you know that gonna... eagle might turn into a flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> or a whale for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you thought, Gary, you had this great idea for a tattoo. Remember? I, what, a barcode? No. We're close. You were going to tattoo your phone number and your address on your... Yes, oh, yeah. on my <laughs> wrist. Yeah. So at this age. directions home. Yeah. yeah, maybe. That'll be good once you get to the home yeah. and don't have either. Yeah. So if you could look back in your biking career. First yes. of all, let me just say, uh, Linda and her husband, Eric, worked at Christ School in Arden, mm-hmm. which is an all-boys Episcopal school. Right, high school. And I am betting that... When you drove up, of course, you lived there, but mm-hmm. I mean, when they saw you on a motorcycle, they were like, oh my gosh, they cannot believe that's you. 
You would think when they beat, I think that was just something incredible. I don't know. I always had motorcycles while I was there. I think the most fun was when we had the big Asheville School um, rivalry celebration, and I just took out my sidecar and put the giant teddy bear dressed in all green for the greenies oh. in the sidecar and rode it over to Asheville School. That was kind of fun. Um, and and you were so you were back at that school when they were like the the prep school for up-and-coming basketball stars absolutely yeah i'll bet those guys were impressed with the motorcycles well the three brothers whose names escape me at the plumleys are last the plumleys the plumleys you could talk to any one of the plumleys for 20 minutes or more forever and never know they were they even played basketball good for these were the most lovely are the most lovely young men you could ever imagine and are any of them playing ball now? In All college? three of them, I believe, play ball. NBA. NBA already? Yeah. Okay. Wow, time. Which time that works. season's already started, but I oh. don't really and, follow and that. In fact, I think it, Mar- not Marshall, not Miles, uh, um, the third one, Mason, was playing for the U.S. team um, in China, I think. Huh. Uh, but they are just stellar human beings. Very, and they come back. And they, they give their um, perspective to the students now. They come back and speak to the students. So you've been retired from there? Five years. That many Yeah, old? I know. I'm Do you old. ever go back for any events? Um, rarely. I, we're busy. You are. I mean, I think retired means just tired all over again, over and over and over. <laughs> so we, just, we just keep going. Well, we're all retired. It's we're a, all retired. It's, it's a great feeling. So there's people out there who are younger than us. It is a great thing to look forward to. Yeah. So, of all your rides, yes, does any one stick out as the most memorable? I've taken some wonderful rides. I've done part of the Transamerica Trail, which they call the TAT, which is pretty much off-road um, all across the country. I did it from here to Mississippi and back. That was a nice road. Um, that was on a different bike. I've got a picture of me with a chicken here. Yeah. We saw, we saw sights. Oh, oh there okay. You know, that is... There is that she classic? is. That's, that's a big chicken. Now. That's we'll a big say, uh, chicken. Yeah. That's about a 40-foot chicken. That's oh. a, yeah. With a beret. That's in some, a chef's hat. somewhere Tennessee. Yeah. But there were some back roads. There's so some, when you travel these days, since you're a photographer, mm-hmm. you carry a, a regular camera or you just use your phone these days? I use, use my phone, but I also carry a really nice small uh, Sony. But it's um, it's great. I like, I like to have both, and that one is small enough and safe enough. I can stick it down my jacket if I want to and just pull it out while I'm riding. I also have a very nice GoPro camera that I can attach either to my helmet right. or to a crash bar, the handlebar. And I took that to Iceland. Um, we've had some good laughs watching those videos. I bet so. Now, you, cool. you to the to the gear. Do you have like heated gloves and heated seats and heated uh, shoes? No, what? no heated seats. Okay. Um, but this um, last ride, this last thousand mile ride, I did bring um, a heated jacket uh-huh. and heated gloves, yeah. and they were very much appreciated. And we also, uh, my bike has heated grips, ah. which is nice. So, but it got, it was 29 one morning when we set out uh, up on the parkway. So that was cold. Does it have, I could, a wind? I do have a small windscreen on that one. Mm -hmm. And you have a headset that you can talk to anybody? Yes. You do? Yes. uh, Sina, S-E-N-A. And you just click it on and dial in your, your friends. Three, only three out of the six of us were connected. The other guys with Sina's were just listening to music, uh, which I do not do when I ride. Right. I I get that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's wonderful for directions. 
you know, it's wonderful for, you know, watch that car pulling out, watch that truck, it's throwing gravel. You know, so, you know, we don't jawbone, as it were, a lot because that takes away from the ride. But it's always there for um, finding the next restaurant or gas station. Bathroom. Any of the above. Right. Well, Gary, put them in order. I'd put bathroom first, I think, for me if I was on a... That's pretty important. Yeah, that would be. I thought I can tell you there are two right over here about 15 feet away, and they're huge. You should check them out before you leave here. (laughs) I will, I'm sure. Now, that's a recommendation for Sanctuary Brewing. There we go. (laughs) And they're nice. nice. So we're going to wrap this up in just a minute. Okay. I I just have to tell you this this story, showing the picture. Um, And, you know, any of these you want to scan or send me, I can put on the website. Okay. I might do that. Folks Um, can see them. A friend who owned Acme Motorcycles, which is no does not exist, the economic downturn got rid of a lot of small. I mean, that was a manufacturer. Factor? That was a small um, local shop around the oh, corner okay. um, bike shop here in in, in Fairview. Huh. And when when the economic downturn came, so many motorcycle shops just could not survive. But he is the genius that has made the Acme Moto Two panniers. Oh. Um, and we did this last ride. He also gave me, afforded me the opportunity to race, you know, with ARMA, the um, the Historic Racing Association. Oh, you're racing? He, yeah, I wanted to ask with, about that. With other bikes right. at the same time? Oh, gosh, yes. Okay, yes, so hundreds of them sometimes down at Barber um, Motorsport in uh, Alabama. He found a 250 barn find of a CB160, and we turned it into oh a, a piece of jewelry. We have to, you have to get scan this. This yeah. is the most beautiful little bike. I called it Cricket. So where's that bike now? And that bike is being raced by the Hall brothers, um, who have um, Hall's custom vintage. They they work on vintage motorcycles, and they have um, kept it, made it better. They're racing it, and they're still winning with it. Wow. But it was so much fun. Um, he gave me the opportunity. We created um, an all women's racing team. For, for vintage, uh-huh. and um, Dottie and I, Dottie Mattern, um, you, you probably know Dottie. I yeah. recognize tennis, her. Tennis star, Henderson Road Tennis Club. I will see his daughter as a tennis coach. Oh, there you go. Dottie and I went to race school in Nashville, Tennessee. She was 65 and I was 56. I was scared to death, and she looked me in the eye and she said, Linda, we can pay attention. That's what the and she was right. The the young the young boys on their ninjas <laughs> were crashing right and left and losing their money for race school, and we finished it on a 1970 Honda and so a, men and women are racing at the same time. Yeah, and a, a 1972 Honda clapped out old CBs. In fact, one of them died in the middle of race school, so we did running starts sharing one bike for race school. And I think we got extra points for that. And these are uh, some incredible stories. Oh, it's fun, fun, fun. I raced for almost six seasons after that. It was, it was good. Not planning to race anymore? No, I'm doing other things. You know, I'm going to Iceland, hopefully, uh, and hopefully Italy this next spring. Uh, I would like to, to do the Southwest on my motorcycle. So. Fantastic. So if you, there were some ladies or girls out listening, and they were interested in taking up motorcycling, what advice would you give them? Excellent question. Take the MSF course, which is um, through one of the local community colleges, um, Motorcycle Safety mm-hmm. Foundation. Um, AB Tech has a phenomenal program: female coaches, male coaches, 
Um, they're very thorough and very well trained, and they work well, with men or women. Um, I would take that course on a small bike. Don't buy the bike your boyfriend wants you to get. Buy a bike that fits you, where you can get your feet on the ground, and graduate to a larger bike, a larger bike. Start small and train, train, train. We we actually have birthday parties where we will go out and take a um, take training together and bring cake, and uh, it's just fun. It, it it's fun to get together with your female friends or with both, and and go to a training event. I bet. I bet. In fact, we drove there? all the way to Virginia to support friends that are taking a training event. It's fantastic. That's good. You ever thought about being an instructor? With that? That's too much work. Mm-hmm. You're I'm done, retired. You're done work, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm playing. Well, we <clears throat> excuse me. We have enjoyed having you. Thank oh, you. On Thank our you for show. doing that. And uh, we're not quite finished yet because uh, I'm gonna let Gary do this. You are, as you know, already now officially on the staff of the Gary and Mark podcasting university and you can just see the lift she's getting from that just gonna. so gary you, would you handle this presentation oh, yes, tell I'm her holding what this, this is up to i'm having goosebumps i'm you holding this up goosebumps. to the microphone really close honorable okay. bs in podcasting honorary bs with extra honors that's my to, second bs to right. linda cluxton Having successfully completed the rigorous course of study as prescribed by the Gary and Mark Podcasting University, and having sent in the appropriate tuition and hopefully small unmarked bills. <laughs> okay. So we are giving anyway. you an honorary. It's honorary. honorary. That means I don't have yes. to pay? It's in plastic. I mean, it is. It's not and laminated. And not it's, only that, yes. but you're getting, turn over, Gary. Oh, God. You turn are getting a lifetime membership in the Rabbit Island Resort. Yes, Now, indeed. there's a sticker for my pannier. There you oh, go. there it is. That would look so nice on the panniers. I think so. It yeah. would look very nice. On the nice. Acme Moto 2 panniers. Yeah. There, and we <laughs> could even finagle another needed one because you got panniers on saddlebags on both sides. Gary All right, so we Mark. want to thank Linda for being here today. Yes, that I'd, was I'd great. Like to thank you. And uh, we are. This is setting a record today, Linda. You should know because this is our longest <gasps> podcast. I'm sorry. Ever. No, it's great. No. But this is great. It's fantastic. For 10, 15 seconds was me trying to figure out that button a while back. But we want to thank you, Linda. Claxton, thank you for being here, being on our show. I love you guys. Thanks so much. We hope yes. you'll. Well, she's on our staff now. She's on our staff, staff. That's so right. she'll this get memos and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. So more training. Maybe we'll see you in another episode. I hope so. So thanks for listening to another episode of the Gary and Mark Show. Don't forget to check us out at www.garyandmark.com. And all of those other places you can download an episode from, including iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Facebook, Instagram, even YouTube, and now iHeartRadio. So thanks a lot. We'll see you in the next episode.